It's the good, the bad, and the confident podcast. This podcast is centered around confidence with the focus on God, life, business, and love. Literally all things confidence. Confident, confident, confident. Sit back and enjoy another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Confident. And now here's your host, Rachel Holmes. Rachel Holmes. Rachel Holmes. Rachel Holmes. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Good, the Bad, and the Confident podcast, where we talk about all things confidence, from confidence as it relates to God, to life, to business, and to love. I am your host, Rachel, and I'm so excited to be with you on today for yet another podcast. Today, thank you for anybody that is new to joining this podcast, and those of you that have been with me on this podcast for quite some time now. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all for subscribing and staying in tune with what is happening in the world of the good, the bad, and the confident. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Just a quick announcement. If you are available tomorrow at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time, please join me on Instagram live at hello Rachel co for what's in your cup saturdays okay if you're a part of my email list the message will go out today in terms of what will be discussed because that's a perk of being a subscriber to my mailing list you get all of the good news first and yeah so if you're available tomorrow join me at 7 a.m central standard time i got some good information that i want to share with you guys and it's going to be a good time. As I mentioned, my subscribers get everything first. So if you're a part of my email list, you know that, or follow me on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, um, you know that every week I come out with a confidence tip. Now these confidence tips are tips that I have gone through myself and learned from. So they're from experience or they're from the wisdom of somebody else who has gone through it and has shared with me. I believe that in life, people go through things for other people. So there are people in the world that go through things to teach you a lesson so that you don't have to learn that lesson. So that you know in advance, like, hey, I I shouldn't do that, right? And there are things that you go through so that you can tell somebody else not to do or what to do or how to do this or how to do that, right? So these confidence tips are just that. Their lessons, their life tips, they're from experience. And yeah, so this week's confidence tip is think about what you think about. I'm going to say that again. Think about what you think about. I believe that there is so much power in our thoughts. And because there's so much power in our thoughts, we have to be extremely mindful of what it is that we think about. When it comes to our thoughts, our thoughts are a sum total of what is in our heart, okay? It literally holds, harbors what is going on in our heart, okay? So how we are feeling in our heart is reflective in our thoughts, and then it's reflective through what comes out of our mouth. 
But if we think about what it is that we are thinking about, it allows us to check ourselves. So not only are we able to not say wild stuff, but we're able to have a heart check. We're able to catch before it comes out of our mouth when we think about what we're thinking about negative. So we're able to check ourselves like, yo, you don't need to be thinking like this or yo, this really isn't true or yo, this probably isn't the right time for this. Right. So we get a, so we get the best of both worlds. We get a heart check and a mind check. And in turn, our words, whatever comes out of our mouth also follows suit, right? So I'm encouraging you this week to take inventory of your thoughts. When you are in the middle of something before responding to a situation, think about what it is you're thinking about. When you're at home with your kids and you can't go anywhere like everybody in the world because of the quarantine, think about what you're thinking about. If you're sitting in your living room and you just have negative thoughts and things like that, catch yourself. Because when you catch yourself, you're able to then shift. You're able to shift your thoughts. You're able to shift your energy. You're able to shift your circumstances and situations because you're able to take control of your thoughts. And I have never to this day found a person that can think about a negative thing and a positive thing at the same time. So I highly, highly, highly encourage you to take this week's confidence tip and really take inventory of your thoughts and think about the stuff that you think about. Because where your thoughts goes is where your energy flows. Where your thoughts go is where your energy flows. So if you're constantly thinking about negative and constantly thinking about what you can't do and constantly thinking about the bad and constantly thinking about the negative, that's where your energy is going to flow. And that's how you come that that's how you're going to act and that's how you're going to show up to the world. So take your control back. Think about what you're thinking about. Okay? So today is like literally probably the rawest realest that I'm going that I have ever been on this podcast. So if you were joining today, I usually drop my podcast on Thursday, but there's a method to my madness. Okay. So first, and I talked last week about alignment and this week it's the 21st episode, right? Now, for those of you that know me personally, I had two children that were born on the 21st of a month. Okay. The 21st in science and the world shows how new seasons begin, right? Winter begins on the 21st of December. That's the day I had my daughter, my first daughter. Spring begins on the 21st of May. That's the day I had my first son. So the 21st is very reflective for this. So for this to be the 21st episode, I know that there's a shift that's about to take place in your life as well as just my life and what's happening, right? So it is my prayer that whatever goes forth on this episode, that it be a seed to start something new to start, whether it's a new way of thinking, since we talked about thinking about your thoughts, or just to start something new, okay? This 21st episode is super, 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 like, personal and near and dear to my heart. So what I wanted to talk to you guys about today was triggers. Triggers. 
Triggers are something that we all deal with, okay? We all have gone through something in life. We've all been through some sort of, you know, bad situation. Some situations are different, but we've all gone through something that has literally shifted us and made us now triggered, okay? When, you know, I'll use a baby, for example, if they get near something that's hot, they now have been triggered because of the hot surface that they touched. So they're more mindful when they go around hot surfaces not to touch them, right? Because that one incident, when you felt, when you were growing up and you were learning how to ride a bike and fell a couple times, that triggered you. So you knew what not to do. You knew that, hey, if I do this, if I lean too far to the left or if I lean too far to the right, I may fall. That's a trigger. Okay, so I want to give you guys first before I get into the episode, the definition of what the word trigger means. Right. And in the verb context, it is a cause, an event or situation to happen or exist. Okay, so as it relates to triggers, for those of you that know, almost four years ago, I lost my twin sister to brain cancer. Okay, she was diagnosed when we were 28 years old. They found out when they they found the tumor in her brain, they discovered that it was a very aggressive brain cancer and they gave her 18 months to live. Okay, my sister died literally in 18 months. Okay, so my sister passed away and she left behind four children. Four girls at 29 years old. Okay. So here I am, 29 years old. My sister has passed and she's left four children. Okay. So to my nieces, physically, I'm the closest thing to their mother on the earth. So there's a lot of emotional, psychological responsibility that goes with being that person. Right. And so you couldn't have told me at 29 years old that I was going to be planning my sister's funeral, my twin sister's funeral. Right. Now, I don't know how many of you guys listening are a twin, but it is literally a different type of loss. It's a piece of you that you've lost, that you are searching for, that you don't know what has been lost, but you know something is missing. And to this day, I can tell you, I've not found that piece. I know something is missing. I don't know what. And I know it's for me losing my twin sister. I know that. And so my twin sister passed. She leaves behind four children. And we're all grieving. We are all going through something. They lost their mom. I lost my twin. And so when I mention today talking about triggers, When it came to my sister passing and me trying to heal, understand, grieve her loss, seeing my nieces would trigger me. So I could literally make it a week without crying, see my nieces, and I'm instantly triggered. And it would literally start over from one. It was like I would have to go back to square one. So they'd be at my house playing with my kids and 
I, you know, let them do their thing. And I would literally go in the room and cry. I would literally turn my back from whatever it was doing and just cry. They would trigger me. They would always put me back in that place as if her passing had just happened. They would trigger me. So from conversations, the way they would look, certain things they would do, they would trigger me. And because they would trigger me, to an extent, I would try to avoid them. So I let them hang out with the kids and I I wouldn't be in the area that they were in or I would avoid picking them up because it would always trigger me. It wasn't a bad thing. It was not like I was trying to avoid my nieces or didn't want to be bothered. But I knew that picking them up was literally going to put me back in a place that was going to repick and open me all the way back up to square one. And so many times when we are triggered like that, we avoid. So I avoided, I, I would avoid them in certain situations. That's the truth. That's the raw, honest truth. I was an aunt who literally was dealing with the loss of my sister But I was grieving and every time I saw my sister's kids, it would trigger me. And so I would avoid them to a a certain extent. I would. So I'm here to encourage anybody today that is dealing with some form of trigger, whether it's from your past, whether it's something bad that happened to you, whether it's something that happened with a family member, a past relationship, a job, a boss, a bad marriage, a failed marriage, um, church hurt. Whatever you think about, whatever it is, who is dealing with a trigger and choosing to heal from it or choosing how they think they're going to heal from it and avoiding that thing, avoiding the feelings that come with it, that's not what you should do. What I have learned is in order, when triggered, in order to heal You have to feel. In order to experience a breakthrough, you have to be broken. In order to, for things to be revealed, you have to see. You have to literally go through it. In order to experience true healing, and not that it will, you know, take away from what it is that you've been through. But in order to really deal and have some type of freedom around it, you have to feel. Our feelings are indicators and they make us very human. And our feelings also show us why we need God. So I'm not sure who, but I want to encourage you today, man, or you today, woman. Allow yourself to feel that thing. Allow yourself to cry. Allow yourself to mourn. Allow yourself to grieve. Allow yourself the opportunity to go through the process. Because if we rob ourselves of the process, I can guarantee you that that process will come with another situation. And so all you're doing is situation hopping because you're avoiding dealing with what it is that you need to deal with. And we're not, and I come against the situation hopper. Until you deal with that thing, it will constantly repeat itself. It will repeat itself with a different person, with a different situation, with a different scenario, 
But what will be the common denominator? You. So the reason that I did not release this podcast on Thursday is because today is July 24th and it is my niece's Damani's birthday and she is here with me. And I can say for the first time, her being here has not put me back at square one. Her being here has brought pure joy and happiness and love. Her being here and us celebrating her birthday today has just shown me just the love that is still on this earth that my sister has for us. So today we are celebrating her birthday. And not that me seeing her does not trigger me. Because I'm, 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 I still think about my sister. I still cry to this day. It's not a, it's, that's losing your twin is something, honestly, I'm going to forever deal with for the rest of my life. As long as I'm on earth, I will always deal with the death of my twin sister in some shape, form, capacity. But today is her birthday and we celebrate. And it has just shown me the growth it's shown me that when I allowed myself to feel and I allowed myself to hurt by continuing to be around my nieces, allowed myself to go back to square one, that four year, almost four years later, I've learned to adjust to my triggers. I've learned how to control my triggers more than my triggers controlling me. I've thought about what it was I thought about and said, look, Rachel, Have a selfless moment. Step outside of yourself because at the end of the day, while you're still triggered, these girls need you. So again, I don't know who this message is for, but I encourage you, encourage you, encourage you to heal, you have to feel. And in order to feel, you have to go through. In order to get through, you got to go through it. In order to be victorious, you have had to, you have, you need something to be victorious over. In order to be strong, you need a situation that's going to make you strong. Nobody's just giving you those titles. In order to be free, you have to allow yourself to go through something that has you bound in order to be free. So I encourage you today, feel those triggers. Because there's so much freedom on the other side of you feeling them. There's so much happiness on the other side of you feeling them. There's so much more for you to experience once you've allowed yourself to experience it. Amen. So have an amazing day. Today we are going to celebrate my niece. We're going to have some ice cream and cake. My sister loves chocolate. chocolate, So we're going to have some chocolate cupcakes for her. And we're just going to make this a good time. I hope this episode encouraged you. Please leave a review or email me and let me know how this episode blessed you. I hope you guys have an amazing day. Have an amazing weekend. And RIP Samantha. Love you. You've been listening to The Good, The Good, The Bad, The Bad, and The Confident Podcast with Rachel Holmes. Follow Rachel Holmes right now 
at Hello Rachel CO on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and be sure to follow her website at HelloRachelCO.com.